Back here with you on this uh, Thursday afternoon here in KMVZ. Okay, what happened <laughs> in the world of social media? I get flagged on Facebook for the dumbest stuff. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And I know that it's a robot. I know it's an algorithm. It's not an actual human being that does this stuff. But still, they have got to adjust that thing. I've, I've quetched and complained before about being flagged on Facebook for uploading the picture of the Led Zeppelin album Houses of the Holy in response to threads asking what's your favorite album and things like that. Yeah, that's bad enough. But this morning they hit a new low. I've got a friend who changes his profile picture constantly and he always makes it something funny mm -hmm. sometimes it's a cartoon sometimes it's whatever but it's always something that is intelligent funny and i love that stuff so uh, this morning I, I woke up and i open up facebook and i'm getting ready to do the show prep and i see robbie's got a new profile picture now you know how sometimes you'll come up to an intersection where there's a stop sign facing you mm -hmm. and it will say traffic on the cross street does not stop just letting you know this is not a four-way right. stop you, right. you you have to stop but the other people don't well it was a sign like that the thing is the cross street was debbie avenue so the sign said traffic on debbie does not stop <laughs> so okay. so in response to that i thought it was hilarious and and just posted up yet yeah, debbie is such a slut and bang i got flagged for bullying a street okay so so it's just <laughs> clearly their their system is set up to just pick up words. Yes. Regardless of the context. Uh-huh. So now, I mean, it, because it doesn't know. I mean, it doesn't know why I wrote that. For all it knows, right. I was talking to an actual or about an actual person named Debbie. But come on. I mean, it, like I said, they need to adjust that thing. If it, 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 All they need to do is if something gets flagged, then, you know, if the algorithm notices something, alert a human so that they can take a brief glance at it and go, okay, no, 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 this, I mean, how many times have we put, you know, conversations started, guys do this, I don't know why, I've only met one woman in my entire life who, who did this kind of thing. But from time to time, we'll get into throwing lines from a movie back and forth at each other. Oh, yeah. That mm -hmm. happens all the time. And uh, one of those threads was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. And it was in particular the scene where Brad gets fired from the fast food joint for arguing with the guy. And he says something to him like, Mr. If you don't shut up, I'm going to kick 100% of your butt. Only he doesn't mm -hmm. say butt. And I put that line up and got flagged for 30 days for bullying. And, and I thought, come on, you know, can we like upload all of the scripts from every movie onto Facebook <laughs> so that it knows what a movie line is? Um, okay, so what does Facebook jail mean? When you're flagged, what does that do? Sometimes, what it did to me this morning wasn't that bad because sometimes when you do that, it will just say, we're not gonna put this up. And it will flag okay. the post and just not even okay. make it visible sometimes and it did it immediately which is how i know it got flagged by the algorithm but sometimes if if you commit an offense like uploading a picture of a record album <laughs> ridiculous uh then facebook jail for for sometimes a week sometimes two sometimes 30 days depending on the offense and how many times you've had you know been there before 
Um, it means that your posts don't show up as often in other people's feeds. It okay. means sometimes that you can't post anything for a while. It depends, again, on the severity. There, there are a bunch of different remedies that they can take, but in this case, it was the lowest of the low. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. So I bully so. the street. I am really, to, to all of the people who live on Debbie Avenue, wherever that happens to be, I am heartily sorry for the insult that I gave to your street name. Again, I've talked about this guy before, and Colin follows him, too, the, the Chef Reactions guy that we've talked about on the show before, oh, sure. who yeah. is just curmudgeony and miserable in a really funny way um, when he criticizes people's uh, recipes and stuff. But he talks about getting flagged. I don't know what the word is for TikTok. There's another word for it. But, I mean, he gets suspended and put in TikTok jail all the time because he's always talking about the ways that he has to go around it in order to be able to post the content. The other account, um, as I go dark here for just a second, on TikTok that the algorithms are dumb. They're, they're just dumb because what they do sometimes is they block really useful content. Um, is it hospice nurse Julie? Is that her name that's got the really big TikTok account that talks about being a hospice nurse? I think her yeah, name is I Julie. Think so, yeah. She's got 2 million followers or something on TikTok because she talks about death and dying and she sees it every day. And so occasionally she will get a family's permission to show a video of death happening. And it's always really educational. It's it's to teach us what that looks like so that we don't freak out so much when we see it. Yes. And to teach you what's normal and, and all these things. And it's, it's, I know it sounds weird, but it's really good. Anyway, she did that recently. She put context up around the video. She warned you. She did, she talked beforehand, she talked after, and TikTok took it down and said, this yeah. is obscene content. You can't do this. That's one of the reasons that, I mean, I'm on TikTok, or no, I'm, on, I'm not on TikTok at all. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I was talking to somebody else about TikTok. <laughs> I'm getting all my threads confused. Um, but I'm on Facebook a lot more than I am on Twitter. But that is one thing that I think Twitter does better than Facebook, where if they find something now, tw uh, Twitter also allows, you know, things that Facebook doesn't, naked pictures and things like that. So, uh, but, but they, instead of, you know, putting you in Facebook jail or instead of taking your post down or whatever, they'll just hide it and they'll give yeah. people the option. They'll say, hey, this could be offensive content. If you want to see it, go ahead and click. But if you don't, we're just going to gray it out and not show it to you. I can't believe I'm about to give Elon Musk credit for something. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I am. One of the things that changed with him, and this is new maybe in the last couple of months, is that and, and because I'm on Twitter more than anything else by a long shot is that you'll see a story and I don't have a good example off the top of my head, but it will have notes from Twitter or X below it that will say, this story has unsubstantiated information or this story draws from sources that we don't think are real. It, it'll have warnings on it that'll show right in your in your Twitter feed. That That's an incredible addition to Twitter because then I st you can stay off of that stuff. Yes, and and at least you know at that point that somebody's vetted the information in there because how much time do we spend here talking about the absolute blatant misinformation and lies that are out there all over the place on the internet and all the crackpot conspiracy theories and the QAnon garbage and all of the rest of it because, I mean, people get those ideas from somewhere. Um, there was one... I, I'm, taxing my own memory banks right now a couple of days ago there was another one of these things that popped up in canada and it was another one of these wacko conspiracy theories that was on the face of it so obviously false and yet people are eating this stuff up yeah
anyway, so, well, hopefully you don't make Facebook mad anymore. Yeah, right. I'll with stop your, insulting with, street names. I say, how dare you with your innocent <laughs> comments like that? <laughs> don't, don't you dare do that again. All right, we'll take a break. Coming up, we'll get to the story uh, out of California. How would we feel about your car controlling whether you speed and stopping you if you go too fast? We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. Okie dokie. San Francisco Standard is where we go next for the story uh, out of California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we need we need one more thing policing us without our knowledge, right? Uh, so we, what what's going on right now is there's a big debate about what to do uh, concerning the speeding problem. And th- this... This idea has come up before. There's a big effort right now to try to use technology to slow your car down. And there's a state senator by the name of Scott Weiner who represents San Francisco, who announced a legislation as part of a larger package of street safety proposals that would equip cars with technology that would prevent them from going more than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. And I, you know, I don't know where this thing is going to go. I, I my suspicion is it's going to go absolutely nowhere. But there is a particular irony to me in the fact that he doesn't want to make cars do the speed limit, right? If speed is the problem and there's a bunch of cars or there's a bunch of people standing behind him with signs, holding up signs that say speed kills and slow down and all this stuff. But this guy wants the technology to allow your car to go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Can I assume this is something that you would be able to turn off, that this would be optional or you would have to... It would just be automatic. I don't think so. I think he wants this because GPS already has the ability to do this. It's not always right, which is another reason why I think that this measure is probably going to go nowhere. But I think he wants this to be able to just force your car to go no faster than 10 miles an hour above the speed limit. The line in the story says drivers would be able to temporarily override the speed governor device. What do you mean temporarily? Yeah, right. And under what circumstances? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what he is doing is acknowledging that he he probably can't commit to never going the speed limit, to always going the speed limit <laughs> all the time. Because that's no the first kidding. thing somebody's going to say to him. If I'm a reporter in California, the first thing I'm doing is looking up his record to see if he's got any speeding tickets on his record. And I'm going to bet he does. Um so he acknowledges that people speed. I'm going to, I'm boy. Yeah. Why not just make it zero line Yeah, there, all the time? A, and there already is, and I mentioned this on our thread this morning, there's already technology that does something similar. Um, our car has this, and I know what you're going to ask me, and the answer is I don't know if I can turn this off. But um, there, there is a... There's a piece of technology in our car that if you're engaged, if you engage the uh, cruise control, Mm -hmm. then it will, you can engage the cruise control anywhere you want. Like if the speed limit's 70 miles an hour and I want to set the cruise at 78 or 85 or 90, I could do that. What it does though, is the car by way of its own GPS will put a picture of the speed limit sign next to how fast I'm going to let me know. And if I'm going too far over the speed limit, it'll turn red. Like, hey, dummy, you're going way too fast. But the other thing that it does is even though I can set the cruise anywhere, 
it will, if the speed limit changes, it will slow me down to what the new speed limit is. So even if the speed limit yes. goes up, say I'm, uh, say I'm going 55 and I set the cruise at 60, then, uh, or I set the cruise at like 70, and the speed limit changes to 65, which is above the speed limit that I was just in, it will slow me down to 65 miles an hour. And then I have to reset it. Okay, several of you have said it has to allow you to go over the speed limit in order to be able to pass. That's okay. not true. That's actually not true. And that, I think, is echoing a popular myth. Because there's a popular myth that says that if you're trying to pass somebody for like a quarter of a mile, you're allowed to go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. That is not true. The so, speed limit is what it is, yeah. Yes, and, and there's no... There's no there's no place where you're allowed to go faster than the speed limit. They could, if they wanted to crack down and say, if we catch you going 56 and a 55, we're going to pull you over and give you a ticket. And we don't care what you're doing. They could do that. I, when I lived on the beach, the speed limit was 35 miles an hour and they met it. If you were going 37, they would pull you over. We'll get to your calls here in a second, but the only couple things I'll point out here real fast is that we have a lot of technology on our cars already to help us drive better. We've got the lane control, we, you know, we've, we've got the cameras, we've got a lot of other technology in our car to help us drive better. The difference is that it's all turn offable. <laughs> most of that stuff, <laughs> you guys make word. I'm using that, yeah. Yeah, most of it's turn offable. Most of it is you can disable it. I don't know what the right word is, but you, it's optional, optional. <laughs> you, can, you can turn it off whenever you want. Um, this is going to be, if this is required, I like this if it's an option. If you know yourself to be kind of a speed demon out there and you 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 want the help, then this would this would help you. I don't like that it's it it would then be just a required thing all the time. Am I unfrozen on your Zoom now by <laughs> yes, the way? Yes, you are. <laughs> In case you needed a new profile picture. I do and I'm totally Facebook. using that. Yes. Um, I'm just laughing for a couple of minutes here because we're on Zoom. John's at home and so am I and Collins in studio. So we do Zoom so that because body language matters when you do a show like this. Right. And occasionally internet stinks in this world. Right. And John was frozen. You can describe your face if you'd like. I don't know exactly what you were saying. It's horrifying is what it is. Yeah. I love doing this. Every so often we'll do this when when you pause TV, especially during the news. Like I'll, yeah. I'll have CNN on or something and Jen will say something from the kitchen and I'll pause the TV. And when I look back at it, the person on the screen is making the most ridiculous facial expression uh -huh. paused that way, frozen. And then, you know, I want to take a picture of that. But yeah, I have my mouth wide open. I've got this weird grin-ish thing going on on my I don't even know what that is, but um And are your headphones red? Cuz it looks like you're yes. wearing a red stocking cap. Is that what that <laughs> In the picture. Yeah, those are my headphones. You should put um, it in the uh, the Facebook group. Best I caption wins. Definitely will. And thank you for sending me the high quality screen grab of it, Colin. I really Colin appreciate did a better that. job than I did. I just, I literally took a picture with my phone. That was the easiest way to do it. Colin's oh. more tech savvy than I am. Yeah, so. I have one. There was a, I'm, I'm trying to remember what her name was and I can't. But there was one of the times that that happened. I was watching CNN and one of their reporters, one of their like uh, the, the on scene reporters was in a war zone or something like that. And she was doing the report back and she's a very attractive lady. I, she's got long blonde hair. She's really pretty. But I, the way that sh her face was, she was blinking 
at the same time that she was talking and had a weird like one eyebrow raised and all of this stuff it looked like if you ask somebody pull a face that's the most ridiculous face you could possibly make that's where i got her and i actually did take a picture of that one and put it up for a while i love it when that happens but not so much when it's me <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> awful it's, it's funny it just was you know and all you have to do is restart zoom you just have to refresh it and it and it works and that's what yes, you did but thankfully anyway we digress uh if you want to get in here on this story feel free 913-586-7798 let's see i think we have lt on the line in olathe hey lt hey guys how are you awesome doing great uh yeah with that speed control thing i think it's an awful idea because what's for like emergencies or somebody's chasing you I know with, uh, with my two daughters when they were born, I was rushing my wife to the hospital, and I was not following the speed limit. I even called 911, told them which way I'm coming and going, and they're like, sir, please slow down. I'm like, I'm not slowing down. This baby's coming out. And they actually sent out cops and, like, stopped uh, at, at the stoplights and stuff to sure. let me go through. So, you know, what's if you're being chased? What's if it's, you know, emergencies and stuff like that that – you know, aren't we old enough to decide how we're going to drive? <laughs> yeah, and you know, some people just want to, they, they'd rather pay the ticket if they get caught. Yeah, okay, you know. Here's the problem, yeah. though, is that people that speed get into wrecks that kill other people. And so it doesn't just affect you. You speeding and having fun kills other people. And, and we're at a horrible time in history for that right now. I understand. There's a lot of stuff that kills people also. You know, how far are we going to go on controlling people? You go as far as you have to sometimes. I mean, we have DUI laws. We have, you know, I mean. Right. And let's enforce the laws and stuff that we have on the books instead of trying to make it more things. You know, it seems like here in America, all we do is just add laws on top of laws. You know, we have like the no texting law, but we've always had the distraction law. You know, why do we have to add no texting law when we already had no distraction you know that and then you see all these people with dogs on their on their laps and all that stuff that's more of a distraction in itself they can't turn the steering wheel and all this stuff and wait until they get an accident and that dog gets smashed by the airbag right in their face well yeah but what that does is that allows you to put different penalties on it so if texting and driving becomes a particular problem and it's causing more wrecks than anything else you can say if we catch you texting and driving you're you're going to get this many points off of your license or you're going to pay this much of a fine different from just having a dog in your lap or eating a cheeseburger right no, i understand that too so yep. all right well Thanks. that's what i thought of, you know so you got it. Thanks, Thanks a lot for the call. Appreciate it. 913-586-7798. We can do the, um, we, we can play that game in a lot of ways about, but for this, we, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me. We can certainly get them, but we are at a record high right now, particularly in California. They're having trouble with pedestrians being hit and, yeah. you know, the, the roads being really, really dangerous. And so, yeah, people should just not speed, but they do. But yeah, and going back to the very beginning of the story, when he says, well, we're going to have the technology to, that will only allow you to go 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. How about you just keep everybody the speed limit and raise all the speed limits 10 miles an hour? I mean, you accomplish the same yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, I, and I don't disagree with enforcing the speed limits that we have. Yeah. 
and then we talk about police resources. So yeah, <laughs> um, 913-586-7798 if you uh, want to get in here. We'll get to more of your comments on this next on KMBZ. Talking about this proposal out of San Francisco, out of California, you have a lawmaker that is saying that we have such a big problem in California, they're talking about state law, with speeding drivers and pedestrian wrecks and fatal wrecks on highways that he wants to put in place a required, is it 2027 he wants vehicles yeah. to be equipped with this? Okay, so mm -hmm. starting in 2027, he wants vehicles to have a mechanism in them that would not let you go over 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. Yeah, and I think another possible side effect of this is this is another reason why people are going to start buying older cars. You know, just keep this technology away from me. But we'll see what Deb and KCK thinks. Hi, Deb. Hi there. What are you thinking? So in listening to all of this, my thought is if anybody chooses to go to the state after this has been enacted, if it is, um, what if they drive in with an out-of-state car that doesn't have that on it? Yeah, that's a good question. I, you could make the same case about what they used to call, and I guess they probably still do, California emissions because uh, uh -huh. their their emission controls are a lot more stringent. I think if you move there, you know, you know I don't know if your grandfather did or not. Um, yeah, that's a great question I it, because you would either think that they're going to mandate this or try to anyway nationwide or just on cars sold in California. I don't know. We'll see if we can find out. Yeah. Because I didn't nice, anything cool. on that, and that was one of my considerations on it. So, yep. anyway, right, appreciate thanks. it. Um, start with the model year 2027 that are manufactured or sold in California. Um, yeah, it doesn't address what happens. What happens if you take that car out of state? Yeah. Or if you go into the state of, I mean, it's not, if, if you're going into California from another state, it's not going to apply to you. It's about the car having it. But do you have to use it? If you are outside, probably not, because it's only right, a state it, law in California. It's, and it's only allowing you to turn it off, quote unquote, temporarily. Although, again, it still doesn't get real specific about what that means. So, yeah, you wouldn't be able to disable it. If you drive out to Las Vegas, you're going to still be going less than 10 miles an hour over the speed limit. But you still get to speed. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's point that out. You, right. you still get speed. You just don't get to go yeah. way, way, way over the speed limit. My anti-speeding measure allows people to speed. <laughs> uh -huh. what, just what? a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Moving on here uh, to the story that you found this morning out of Yahoo Finance. This study makes no sense to me based on every other study we've had lately oh, no about kidding. the state of people's personal finances. <laughs> I, I am still trying to figure this out. And the only thing that makes any sense is it's the averages and percentages thing that we always talk about where whenever you talk in, in percentages, you're always going to lose people because we're not talking about raw numbers. Well, averages sort of do the same thing. And what Yahoo is saying is that the average American now keep in mind, that means that you're taking everybody, putting them into a big pile and then distributing everything across us that the average American has over $65,000 in a savings account. Who? Yeah, no kidding. Who? Uh, $65,100 in savings. Now, like I said, I mean, if you take somebody like Jeff Bezos and say, right. all right, his savings account, if you average it out over all of us, is going to raise all of us up because he's probably got a lot of money in savings. Same thing with Zuckerberg and Musk and all of the rest of them. I think this is about how many billionaires and conceivably within the next, I think we're supposed to hit a trillionaire within the next five years that that kind of money, even though it's concentrated, when you average it out, 
it makes all of us look better. They also pointed out, by the way, that 11% of us have $4,500 or less in savings. That's more consistent with what we hear. Yes. I, I question, this is one of those where I want to see the actual study and I want to see who they actually surveyed because I, I call this out. Um, every study we have had about the state of our finances for a long time has been Americans can't afford to buy a home and we can't afford a $500 expense if it comes up on an emergency basis. And we just did a story about school lunches. And this is the most optimistic view of personal finances that I've seen in a story in a very long time. Yes, because, uh, well, and, and optimistic in one way, but very pessimistic in another, when you think that there's got to be that much concentrated wealth among a very yeah. few people to bring up because you brought one up this morning that uh, we, we have the story maybe within the last couple of months that we had just hit the tipping point where more than half of Americans cannot absorb a $500 expense, an unexpected 500. Like if, if all of a you sudden, Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you know, if all of a sudden your, your, your refrigerator goes South that you can't just go out and buy a new refrigerator. You're going to have to put it on finance. Yeah, sorry. And then you also had the story this morning. Housing is now unaffordable for half of all U.S. renters because rent prices are going through the roof because how, because mortgages went through the roof. And so right. or so many people were able to get mortgages, and so all that goes. So who are the people that are sitting, especially, um, like, I wish they said what age we're talking about. Um, I mean, if you talk to somebody 60 years old, yeah, sure. They've they're, they've probably got sixty five thousand because I mean they're they're getting ready for retirement. They've got sixty five thousand somewhere. And they they did talk a little bit about that. Unfortunately, they didn't give us a whole lot of numbers to go along with it. But they said the study reveals that those who identify as disciplined financial planners tend to retire two years earlier at age sixty three. Uh, and there was uh, elsewhere in here it did talk a little bit about how more of that concentration of higher dollar. Uh, yeah, higher dollar savings accounts is among the, the not the elderly, but among the older segments of the population. I'm just going through in the people that I can that are in my circle of how many would have that amount in savings. And quite yeah. frankly, anyone I know that's got it in savings, put it into a mortgage or, or into invest a house in they it bought somewhere. Sure. Yeah. Right, because, yeah. I mean, if you're sitting on that kind of money in a savings account, that's not terribly bright, given no. that the interest rates on savings accounts are not wonderful, and you could probably do a whole lot better by investing that. But, I mean, when they, and I guess maybe they did, because they said average personal savings balance. So that doesn't necessarily mean a savings account, but uh, um, yeah, that, that may be investments as well. That's a pretty big distinction to make, though. I that's mean, true. It, I mean, I started putting into an IRA when I was 22 years old mm -hmm. and I've put into it every year since then. It's, it's the one like major before I travel, before I do anything else, that's the thing that always has to, there's no, there's no negotiating that. So if you've done that, I mean, it's conceivable that somebody my age would be sitting on that, but not in savings. That's yeah. not just play money, just sitting there waiting to be put in somewhere. Right. Yeah. That's money that you also can't touch without penalties and, and fees and all of the rest of it until you reach retirement age. Oh, that's been made very clear by the people that manage that for me. That, <laughs> yeah. that Do you never get to have money. it. Yep. No, uh. no, no, no. That's not, that's not money you ever get to have. I, yeah, I think there's an important distinction to make there between just sitting on savings and just having that as an emergency fund versus having it invested. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't know. 
even the lower figure that they talked about, where they said 11% of the country has $5,000 in savings or less. I don't know how many people I know that have $5,000 in savings. I would assume that's a very low number. Say that again. How many people? How many people that I know that that have $5,000 cash sitting somewhere that they can grab if they need it? Five grand? Um, I mean, I, I know that's not a huge number, but... Uh, maybe I'd need to hang out with a better class of people. <laughs> well, it's, but it's people that are, I mean, I can think of several of my friends that probably have it, um, who frankly don't have kids, who put that yeah. money aside and save it for repairs to the house or are saving up for a trip this year or, you know, two income, what do we call them? Dual oh, income, no dinks. kids. Dinks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a lot of friends that are like that, that probably have that waiting for a trip or something like that, that aren't investing it because they're saving it for a thing. Um, right. But it's still, but again, when you take the grand scheme of everybody. Yeah. Th- yeah. The 65,000 is not. No, no. Yeah. I'm going to go out and pay cash for a brand new car. <laughs> I, yeah. I count those people on less than one hand. Yeah. Uh, while we mentioned it, there was a story out of NPR uh, that, yes, housing is now unaffordable for a record half of all U.S. renters. Man, look around here sometime at what rent is doing around here for anything, um, for anything nice. I mean, you can find cheap rent. I mean, you can find eight or nine hundred a month. Yeah. If you are willing to go and no offense against Olathe, but if you're willing to go out quite a bit. But if you want to be. Anywhere in four, within 435, good luck. Right. And, and I mean, now with housing, not only are housing prices going crazy, I mean, I'm not opening any doors. This has been like this for the last three years or more, where housing prices have just gone through the roof. But now we're talking about six, six and a half percent mm-hmm. interest on a mortgage. Wow. Yeah. And they'll it'll come down. But it's going to take a little while. You hope. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, that's and, what they and, say is that. Right. And and really, we hope for the sake of people like Colin, who and are. me, quite frankly. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, <laughs> you but, know, but who I mean, at some point will buy a house again and, you know. But, but somebody who's 25-ish <laughs> and mm-hmm. looking at the housing market right now, I bought my first house. I'm trying to remember how old I was. BJ was just born, so I was 21. I, I was bought 24 a house. when I bought now, my first one. It was a townhouse, but I bought so it. it. My- I didn't rent. I owned it. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine somebody who's 21 years old and in the financial shape that I, well, I wasn't rich. I mean, <laughs> I was, I, I think the job I had at that point, I was making $14,000 a year. So, mm-hmm. I, but we did it. And that was the point is we had enough that we could buy a house with that. I can't imagine a 20-year-old in the same shape that I was at the time going out and buying a house right now even yeah, a townhouse or I wake like up that. every morning and just beat myself that I didn't you know buy a house when I was in second grade back in 2007 <laughs> right. or whatever it was worst mistake I ever made I know right I mean you, you say that and I know you're kidding but you look around at the housing market right now are you even looking <laughs> at, at housing you're right no, exactly not, not at all Man. um boy it's so funny John so yeah same thing I was 20. I think I was 24, somewhere in there. It was a townhouse. I still remember so much about it because when you spend that amount of money, you remember. Yeah. It was, and, and that's when interest rates were really low at that time. That was yeah, 20, I, 2004, somewhere in there. The, yeah, ours was, it would have been 1991. 
and it, it was a $30,000 townhouse. Um, mm-hmm. Now, it, it, we bought it through an FHA program where you buy a house and you have to fix it up and you have to you know meet certain benchmarks. But because of that, it was an FHA loan and we got a really low interest rate. I don't think our interest rate was 2% on that house. I think it was less than that. I remember my mortgage payment was four fifty a month. Yeah, four hundred fifty dollars yeah. a month on a ninety thousand dollar townhouse. Yeah, and this—I mean, this thirty thousand dollar townhouse was two bedrooms, uh, one and a half bath, and had a fenced-in backyard. I mean, it was—it wasn't huge, but it was a nice place. Yeah, I don't know where to go with this. I just—I think people are still really struggling, and and the rent price thing is really—if you can't afford to buy, you have to rent. Yeah. We and we also don't have enough affordable housing. We don't have enough housing, quite frankly, for the people that need it. So, right. uh, phone lines are ringing here. If you want to get in, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Um, let me pass on a quick traffic note here, and some of you have been texting this in uh, for a little bit about four thirty five. Somebody just said there are two huge potholes in the center lane of northbound four thirty five near the stadiums. Uh, there are about ten cars on the side of the road with punctured tires from the deep pothole. Wow. You're the second person to tell us that in the last 10 or 15 minutes here. So again, northbound 435 center lane near the stadiums, two big potholes there. Slow down. Watch out for it. Watch yourself. Yeah, because we're not even just talking about tires at that point. That's a suspension wrecker. So you can do some serious damage to your car by going over one of those things. You'll be lucky if you get out of that with just an alignment. Yeah, 913-586-7798. We'll take a break. We'll uh, wrap the hour next on KMBZ. Again, I'm sure you're going to hear more about this in traffic coming up at the top of the hour, but we are getting more and more texts about this now. If you are northbound on 435 by the stadiums in the center lane there, there are apparently two really big potholes. And we're getting, somebody just said there are seven vehicles on the side of the road with flat tires. Somebody else said there are 10. Yeah, we're hoping. And if you have more information on this, if you're in that area and you can kind of fill us in on what's going on out there, what we're hoping, obviously, is that somebody in charge, the highway department or whomever, can get out there with some barricades and just make sure that that area is cordoned off so that nobody can drive over them. But for right now, as far as we know, that hasn't happened yet. So be extremely careful if you're in that area and hit us up on the text line if there's more that you know. And turn your lights on. We'll just throw that in. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, We'll get to your calls here. It's evolved into a conversation about how stable you are financially, how much money you've got in the bank, and if you can afford to buy a house. Uh, Sam texted in and and Sam Stevie texted in and said, yeah, I I can't find anything of of decent shape either. I said, on a single income, I mean, I look too, and with interest rates where they are and the tax increases that just happened in Jackson County, by the way, I mean, I'm, I, you don't want to push yourself too far into something you can't comfortably afford. And I have a hard time too. Sure. And I, you know, I, I also wonder about things like what does the refi market look like right now? I mean, yeah. because that's how they always brought people into the refi market is, hey, we'll, we'll knock a couple of points off your interest rate. Well, nobody's doing that. It, or if nobody's doing that, that's going to slow that market down as well. So check in with Eliza and Gardner and see what she's seeing. Hi, Eliza. Hey, how are you? Good. Great. Good, man. I'm, I'm, I, was, I was listening to you guys about this housing market conversation, man. And I'm, I'm just, you know, getting up to the point where like I'm, I'm working for Amazon, making about 35K a year, and I'm on dual income with me and my girl. We got roommates right now, but we're looking for homes. Man, like, even when you look at, like, some of the cheaper homes that, like, might look like they might be a good option, you look at the pictures on Zillow or whatever, and they're clearly fixer-uppers, and it's, like, the only houses you can really find, you know, that are good are 
somewhere around like the 40, 50K range. And I, it's hard enough for someone my age to, uh, to even own that, you know? Yeah, no, I, I get it. I mean, is is there any I mean, what is your situation like right now? Are, are, are you out there looking for real or are you just kind of noticing what the market's Ooh. doing and going, I can't do it? Man, well, at one point it was I was looking at it for real. And then, like, I just, just moved up to the position to get closer to home. And now yeah. it's just like, wow, like there's so much it, it's so much more of a price hike. I don't even want to sometimes I don't even want to consider looking at Zillow or these other homing agencies because it's like wow you're charging an arm and a leg for a home that's not even in good shape and i used to work interior remodeling i know how much work has to go into a house you know it's it's not it's not cheap right well best of luck man uh, yeah absolutely take care of yourself and i, I hope this breaks i mean something's got to give right otherwise the housing market's going to collapse <laughs> And I'll tell you, I um, I poke around and there was a house that I saw a couple of weeks ago and I looked at it online and said, oh, my God, I want that house. I want that is the house of my dreams. I want that house. We're still at that point where there are so few of those. There were 10 offers the first yeah. day and it went it sold immediately over the asking price. Oh, yeah. And that's I mean, our house did, too. We had to our house. Uh, I'm trying to remember how far we had to go over the asking price. And it was significant. It was like thirty thousand dollars over yeah. before we got to, you know, got, got to a deal and got to a place where we were able to outbid everybody else for this place. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. Let's and that was to, with lower interest rates. Uh, yeah, they were still pretty steep at that point. But um, yeah, it, it, it did play a role. Uh, let's go back to it and hit Joe in Kansas City up next. Hey, Joe. Hey guys, uh, my my uh, kids. First, my daughter moved back in with her husband and their kids back to my house for a year to save money. I didn't charge them any rent. They saved all their money and they bought a house. And then my son did the same thing and he bought a house, but then he turned it into a rental property, moved back in with me a second time, saved his money so he could buy his forever house. Yeah. So that's what the kids got to do. Move back in with mom and dad, save your money for a year. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, we're hearing from a couple of people on the text line that are saying the same thing, that their kids are, are having to move back in with them, whether it's to save money to buy a house or whether it's just because they can't afford to, to do anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Thanks. Thanks Appreciate a lot it, for the call. Um, okay. I can't stress, stress this enough. We're getting more texts now than I can keep up with about the potholes. That's what you're seeing. For everybody that's texting us about 435 and 470 and I-70 at Stadium Drive, for everybody that's saying something has caused nine cars to get flat tires, there are potholes there in that center lane at least, but keep us updated. Yeah, uh, and the seeing. warnings are coming out from MoDOT as well, so they're apparently aware of the situation, but they've got to get somebody out there to rope those things off. Traffic will have more updates, the so we'll Dana and Parks, and uh, we'll be back Friday here on KNBZ.